This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Jim Lang. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. As we kick off a new year, keeping you updated on some of the most compelling stories in horse racing. So let's not waste any time and get right to it. Well, a regular guest in the show last year was Woodbine CEO Jim Lawson 2020. As we all know, presented its challenges, especially for the Ontario racing community. And to be honest, 2021 seems to be starting the same way with further encounters at hand for Jim, which came to a head with the full province of Ontario locked on a boxing day, resulting in a stoppage of live horse racing at Woodbine Mohawk Park and several other standard bed tracks within the province. This, after an earlier lockdown, forced the closure of their Woodbine thoroughbred track with only 12 days of live racing remaining in the 2020 season. Obviously, it's very frustrating times for Jim and Woodbine and also the Ontario horse racing community, whose livelihood is being threatened as their industry is not considered an essential business by the Ontario government. Added to this is the fact that a couple of days back, the same provincial government gave the green light to allow the NHL's Toronto and Ottawa teams to play their home games in their respective cities with the schedule starting next week. And unfortunately, horse racing, also a professional sport, doesn't seem to be part of any discussion with the government to reopen shortly. Obviously, it's not hard to understand why the frustration by Jim and shortly we will be joined by the Woodbine CEO to find out more. Also today, we will speak with another friend of the show, Bill O'Donnell, president of COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, who also shares the same frustration as Jim Lawson on the lack of attention being given to horse racing by the provincial government and whose members are currently out of work due to the lockdown. Shortly, we will speak with Bill and he will share the Standard Bread Horseman's perspective as certainly they want to get back to racing. And finally, well, he's back. My co-host Larry Simpson will once again try to... <laughs> sniff out some potential betting opportunities at tracks racing across North America and our ponies picks of the day. It's going to be a great show and you better get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready to go for some heavy duty betting action. When we come back, my co-host Larry Simpson will join us as we catch up on some racing news over the past couple weeks. Welcome to 2021. This is Pony, Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang, and let me introduce to you my co-host, the expert on all things ponies, Larry Simpson. Welcome to 2021. How are you, Larry? I'm doing okay. How about you? 
Good. Trying times for uh, horse racing industry, for businesses all across the province, and uh, for just individuals. Uh, it's, I mean, horse racing is not the only thing affected by COVID-19 and the lockdown, but it's it's definitely near the top of the list when you think about how many people are affected by it. it it's uh, it's actually terribly, and when you uh, it's terrible when you figure you know how many people are affected. There's the horses, the trainers, the drivers, the jockeys, uh, basically everybody, uh, grooms, uh, hot walkers. Uh, there's a lot of people that that are involved, and uh, you know it's you know with the the lockdown on uh, December the 26th that kind of uh, kiboshed. You know Woodbine Mohawk Park and Flamborough Downs and Rideau Carlton Raceway in Ottawa, and um, Western Fair in London. So there's no racing. I and and I really think I'm, I think of all the independent um, food and beverage, and all those people, the hosts and hostesses, all the jobs that surround horse racing are affected like any other bar, restaurant, or diner in the province, and they have no idea when it's going to get back to normal. No, exactly. And and even on the racing side, like, you know, racing has been promoting the experience of, of going to the racetrack and, you know, with The sights and, and sounds, the right? The sights and sounds and the, the betting action, but, you know, seeing the horses up close and personal, and there's just nothing like that right now. As always, thrilled to be joined by the CEO of Woodbine Entertainment, Jim Lawson. And I know, Jim, you had a, a very spirited conversation on social media with Lisa McLeod, the Minister of Sport, Culture and Tourism in Ontario, about the state of horse racing in Woodbine itself. And I'm kind of curious, after all these great points you made, did Lisa ever get back to you and give you some sort of feedback? Well, I did speak to a policy person in Lisa's office. Uh, yes, it was... Uh, most of the talking was done done by me as, as of uh, many of my conversations uh, with uh, government officials of late, which I, I, I can say I've had numerous conversations with government officials in the last week or so. Okay. We we talked in the past, Jim, a few times on, on this situation. And uh, first off, it was the decision by the government to shut the, the thoroughbreds down at Woodbine with 12 days of racing to go. Um, was there at that time? Was there any consideration given to the fact that thousands of people are making their living from horse racing? Well, I, I, at the time, uh, and, and it repeated itself. I mean, our, our main point at the time was: listen, we're we're a major industry, major employer. Uh, we at least deserve some fair consideration. Uh, and and I'm going back to the beginning of December, end of November that as a major employer and, and one that worked closely with government and, and health officials recommended by government, and we hired uh, a doctor from the Osler Health Foundation to go on our COVID committee. We conducted, as you know, and, and it's well documented, we conducted uh, daily tests, we conducted uh, uh, screening, uh, we did contract tracing. We did things that no other, you know, very few other businesses in the province did, and as a result of that preparation and hard work and I'll say coordination with the government, uh, we had a remarkable run without COVID. Um, and at Mohawk, which we're talking about now, we operated seven months and five nights a week at most times without a single transmission of COVID. And so we just felt at that time, and I still feel that we need to be considered, um, I think with the surging numbers in Ontario today, listen, I'm, I'm realistic. I think it's, it's probably hard 
for anyone, including us, to operate a sport in Ontario, certainly an indoor sport in Ontario at this time. And so we're realistic, and I'm I'm very sympathetic and empathetic with the decisions that have to be made by the Premier and, and by the uh, Minister of Health and, and Dr. David Williams. I, I get it, and they've got some tough decisions. But what we're looking for on behalf of the industry and all the people that work in it is just fair consideration uh, if and when they're going to allow it. I, I don't know what they're going to do about the National Hockey League. I think uh, if I've learned one thing in the, in this job in the last few years, it's it's hard to get uh, two things to back up in this world. One of them is horses and one of them is government. And uh, <laughs> I'm not so sure they're going to be able to back up on this NHL decision, but it's looking like maybe uh, uh, they might need to reconsider that too. Jim, in your position, you're forced to deal with politicians at all levels. The main Woodbine racetrack resides in Toronto and John Tory is the mayor. Has John Tory or the mayor's office given you any indication that help could be on the way? No, they haven't, and we haven't been pushing it with the mayor. Uh, we've certainly got our, our own uh, uh, discussions ongoing with the mayor's office regarding the train station and the development of the Woodbine property right now, so it's it's not like we're, we're not in contact. Uh, regarding this matter in particular, uh, we're not expecting the thoroughbreds to uh, start up until the end of February in terms of training and then racing in April. Um, so uh, we ha- those discussions have been in advance, and, and we're hoping the situation gets better, and we can in uh, in Ontario uh, generally, and particularly in Toronto, and that we can train in uh, uh, at the end of uh, end of February to get ready for racing the third week of April. Right now, my main focus is just trying to uh, look out for the harness racing people in this province, and in particular, of course, at Mohawk. Um, their livelihoods depend on it, and, and I appreciate right now, as I said, that these numbers are just surging too high, uh, that uh, I'm not expecting anything's going to change. Whether it changes with the, the, the NHL, as I said, is to be seen. Um, but we do want to be considered. Um, we do want to make sure that should we be allowed to operate at the end of January and February, that... Uh, that our situation and our track record, excuse the pun, is considered in, in the plight of, of the people and the, the challenges to animal welfare. We've got to make sure these things are considered and, and come to light. And that's in large part why I'm doing what I'm doing, both on social media, of course, but it's much, much, much more than that. I've, I've spoken to um, both MPs that we have federally. They've, they've reached out and been very supportive. Um, and I've spoken to our our MPP, and of course, I've spoken, as I said, to the Minister of Sports of Policy people, and uh, and but we're not. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, that this is that this is done fairly and transparently, and and we get uh, fair consideration for the people uh, that work in this industry in this province. It must be frustrating, though, Jim, that uh, the NHL is is going to start in Ottawa and, and Toronto. And yet there's been no discussions or anything about getting Mohawk up and running. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm not frustrated with the NHL. I mean, they everyone has to do what they do on their own merits. And, you know, I don't wish any sport ill will. I'm, I'm now at the point, though, as, as, as all of us are with the, the numbers in Ontario. I think they're over 4,000 today. There becomes a point where you say, oh, wait a second. 
this may need to be reconsidered. But in terms of our relationship, yeah, I, I'm frustrated that uh, as, as a major employer, as a major sport, um, Mohawk racing is, is world class. It's one of the leading harness racing tracks in the world. Uh, and uh, the fact that it's, we haven't been able to engage in discussions uh, to discuss the impact on employment, to discuss the safety measures. We certainly, I have a good understanding of what the NHL players are required to do and, and the people at, uh, at least at MLSE, which would be the same in, in Ottawa, uh, the safety measures that they're taking. And we'd certainly be prepared to put uh, similar procedures in place uh, in terms of testing. So it is, it's frustrating and, and, uh, you know, this does need to be addressed on behalf of the entire industry. And, and the second part of that, Larry, is just the, the concern that uh, this could have a, a, a near-term impact on the health of this industry, which would be very problematic. We're starting to lose major racing outfits to Pennsylvania and Ohio and, and Indiana. And um, if, if they don't come back, the longer they're away, the harder it is to come back. It's one thing to go down and stay in a hotel for a couple of weeks. It's another thing to uh, rent an apartment for for a few months uh, in in one of those places. And that, uh, that makes it, the longer this goes on, the harder it is uh, to reverse it. Jim, in your role, you oversee some very talented and dedicated men and women with Woodbine Entertainment. How do you in your role as a leader, as a CEO, keep them focused on the positive and the goal ahead and not get like washed up in all the tidal wave and negativity going on right now? Yeah, good, good question. And it's, I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's a lot to do with communication and, uh, and, uh, and stressing the positive and making sure that what we're doing is building for the future. So we're, we're very focused, uh, uh, right now on on planning for next year on budgets um, and uh, in understanding the impact of covid and and uh, in moving along our digital technology um, we're having very good discussions on our potential role in in sports betting uh, not only in this province but in this country and and uh, and so there's there is light at the end of the tunnel, not just with respect to this um, this virus and and uh, and vaccines bringing the light, but in terms of our business, uh, we're focused on making sure that we come out of this stronger. And and I'm I'm optimistic uh, that uh, a lot of what we've learned during this period in terms of the, the technological outreach that we have and uh, and how we can move people to online wagering. Uh, and our, and the, as a result of that, the role we could play in sports wagering in this province and, and as I say, in this country, these are things that are, are keeping our management team busy and, uh, and quite optimistic about uh, not only the future of Woodbine Entertainment, but in, in turn the, the future of horse racing in this province and in this country. So there is some light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, certainly I believe so. We're... Um, we, we've got a lot, a lot of great assets, and uh, we've we've had the foresight to be technologically sound and, and innovative, and uh, and our real estate is an exciting aspect of uh, of our overall picture in terms of generating alternative sources of revenue. I, I think, in addition to our core par mutual wagering, that uh, the potential. Uh, to develop our real estate and uh, and to participate in in sports wagering is is going to help us and and we are 
we do have a lot to offer to the uh, the sports wagering world, and I think I think that will come. Uh, I think that legislation uh, will get passed this spring, and I think it will be in effect probably by the end of 2021. And, and certainly, uh, we need to play a role in it. And with our assets, I think we will. Jim, greatly appreciate it. All the best. Fingers crossed we get back to racing sooner rather than later. We really appreciate your insight. Very nice uh, to, to, for you guys to have me on to talk about this and uh, look forward to speaking to you both again and, and all the best with your show this year. Thank you, my friend. Take care. Thank you. A full interview with Jim Lawson will be featured in the next issue of Ponies 24-7, the magazine. To receive a free digital copy, email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. When we come back, COSA President Bill O'Donnell joining us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Stay tuned. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. Follow us on Twitter at 1059theregion. We'll be right back. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one app for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 450 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at COSAonline.com or call 905-854-2672. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to the show. I'm Jim Lang with Larry Simpson. Obviously, the recent announcement to allow the Ontario NHL teams to play in their home arenas this season starting next week has certainly created some frustration with the standard break community who have been on lockdown since Boxing Day. We just heard from Woodbine CEO Jim Lawson. And joining us now is COSA president, and I might add a Hall of Fame harness driver, Bill O'Donnell, who I'm sure is frustrated by the lack of attention given by the provincial government to reopening standard bread racing, a professional sport like hockey, I might add. Bill, welcome to the show, and uh, welcome to 2021. Oh, for sure. I mean, if you're going to open, you know, uh hockey we're, we're in the same boat we we raced from june until like you said uh, december 23rd without incident we had no uh, spread of the covid virus we, we were the protocols were set down by the province we even ramped them way up we were very very careful with we're in a building where there's the doors are open all the time there's fresh air going through all the while and we, we just had no problem whatsoever and and it helped that our handle was way up this year. You know, getting online, it's, it's uh, the same as watching an NFL game or an NHL game. It's uh, without people. I mean, they have sponsorship to keep them going, and their sponsorship are the people that bet on these horses, right? And bring in income, and, uh, and and our horse people get to race for, for purse money to feed these horses. It's not, uh, you know... Livestock business is not like a store where you can close up and just walk away. They have to be fed and they have to be looked after, they have to be trained and all the things that go with it. It's very frustrating. What's the mood and the atmosphere, Bill, with the, the members of COSA? Well, they're, they're very concerned. I mean, the, you know, our people, they're just 
blue collar people. They work every day and, and uh, they don't uh, accumulate a big amount of money that they can set aside for something like this to happen. No, Bill, you make great points about what the standard bread industry in Ontario has done throughout COVID to be safe. And I'm sure you presented those same arguments to the Ontario government. What did they say to you when you explained everything? Well, in the beginning, they kind of, the first the first round, they, they, I think they kind of understood and they allowed us to open. And, and this time here, we've written letters to them and haven't got any uh, response back. Uh, I know through OR Ontario Racing, we've written letters to to uh, the Premier, to all the MPPs that have racetracks in their areas and explain our situation and our ask and uh, explain just how, how cautious we were and how we follow, follow protocols and did a good job. Hmm. So what do what do you think people have to do, and uh, do we have to what band together and and go after the government or, or what? Well, I don't I don't see any of that really helping. I mean, you, you watch every day or every other day when when the, the premier and his medical people are on there, and and they just they've made their decisions and, and they're painting everybody with the same brush. I mean, the problems the, the numbers are high in Toronto and Peel and York. I don't really get it. It's it's really hurting the, the small businesses as well as uh, a whole industry like ours. Just to educate some of our listeners, Bill, why don't you explain how COSA is helping the members get through these tough times? The last uh, shutdown we had, the, the, the purse money, now we're not involved in uh, the, the slot money like we used to be, but it comes from the government. And it, it comes in, in, in the form of monthly, you know, what we race for. So uh, the Minister of Finance allowed us in April and May to, to take that amount of money that was, uh, you know, reserved for horse racing, and we split it up among all all the owners, and we gave each owner of a horse X amount of dollars for those two months, right? So it kind of it, it didn't offset their bills, I'm sure, but it it sure helped a little bit. So at this at this juncture, this time it was supposed to be the 28 days. So we we just we're just kind of monitoring it now. We have a meeting next week to decide if it's going to go further. But getting back to it, like Woodbine Mohawk <laughs> Park, where your your community is, and Woodbine, they were basically two of the, the safest uh, environments in, in professional sports, probably even safer than, than, than hockey and, you know, other sports. So there, there must be something that, that can be done to, you know, Get the attention of, of the the proper people and say, "Hey, look, we had X amount compared to you know what what's what's going on here in in, in hockey, right?" Well, yeah, we've had none. I mean, not just Woodbine, you know, Mohawk Park, but all the racetracks. We raced at twelve to thirteen tracks all summer. Mm-hmm. We had no incidents of of uh, spread. I mean, we there may have been the ice the odd isolated incident. If there wasn't, it would be a miracle, but. Uh, in saying that, we've had two or three here that uh, you know, that isolated right away, went in quarantine, and got retested, and came back, and we're fine. It's mind-boggling that we're all getting painted with the same brush. Like if we were in the red area, that's fine. We, we uh, you know, around here, I live in Guelph. Everywhere you go, everybody's masked up, and, and the numbers are fairly low here, right? So the same as Halton is, is a big area. Uh, looking long-term to, down the road, I mean, you and your association, Bill, do you have an, any idea when fans will be allowed to watch harness racing get back to normal? Not at all. We, You know, we we had for a period of time, there was allowed to be 150 people there, 100 outside and 50 inside, and then that the numbers get up and, and they stop that again. But we raced primarily other than maybe that 
two months with the, where fans were allowed. If there was no fans, and it worked great. Uh, our handle was way up our bat, and, uh, you know, it just there was no problems, no problems whatsoever. I'm surprised that we were, we, and even like with Woodbine, when they shut the Woodbine Thoroughbred meet down and they missed 12 race dates towards the end of their meet there, that they allowed them to train there. Well, in the morning at, at Woodbine, there's 2,000 horses there. So there'd be probably five, 600 people on the ground there in the morning. They allowed them to train, but they didn't allow them to race when there would be hardly nobody there. There might be 100 people there for the the duration of the race meet. So that didn't that didn't make sense either, really, right? One, one of the issues, yeah. I think, is that uh, they don't consider horse racing an essential business. However... How do they qualify hockey as an essential business then? Yeah, well, this, yeah, exactly. Well, they said professional sports, right? So if we're not an essential business, ask the people that are in it if <laughs> they're essential or not. Yeah. When it comes to feet, <laughs> ask the horses if they're essential, right? Mm-hmm. Bill, thanks so much. Enjoy. Yeah. Good luck. Hopefully we can all get through this, get back to racing. Really appreciate your insight. Take care. Okay. Thank you very much, guys. Okay. Take care. Good luck. Right. Bye-bye. After the break, Larry Simpson analyzes some thoroughbred racing action today around North America and hopefully provides you a successful betting nugget or two. So make sure that your Dark Horse app and HPI accounts are ready to work overtime today. Stay with us. Larry's Pony Picks of the Day are up next. Stay tuned. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Well, before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and betting gems? Larry giving us his much-talked-about Ponies Picks of the Day. Larry, take it away. Let's uh, go to Gulfstream Park first in uh, sunny Florida. Race 10 today is the Grade 3 Tropical Turf. Obviously, it's on the turf at one mile. It's a very competitive field of nine horses. I like the number three horse, Ride a Comet. And to uh, for Woodbine uh, listeners and that, this horse is probably very familiar. It's from the barn of Mark Cassie. It was two for two at uh, Woodbine uh, uh, in October, November this past year. I think this horse looks uh, very solid uh, in the Race 10 at Gulfstream, number three, Ride a Comet. Let's move to Santa Anita and some uh, nice races there today. Uh, I like uh, the seventh race today. It's a maiden special weight, one mile on the turf. I, I like turf races, but the 10 horse, enough nonsense. Uh, two races back, he got beat ahead on the turf at, at Del Mar, and he was in tons of trouble in that race. His last start was a total throwout. He, they put him on the dirt. He got wiped out at the start. He was beaten tons of, of lengths. And, so today he's back on the turf. He's worked well, and he's first-time Lasix, which is a, a big angle. And I think he should be the controlling speed from the outside. He, he's got, got enough speed to get out from the post 10, 
and he should be able to maybe control the speed for the miles. So I like that horse. Uh, race seven at Santa Anita, number 10, enough nonsense. And in race eight at Santa Anita, so maybe you got a daily double play here. Okay. <clears throat> the the um, grade three La Canada Stakes, it's $200,000 purse for fillies and mares. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the number two horse, Hard Not to Love, is an Ontario bred uh, mare, and it was actually bred by David Anderson of Anderson Farms, a friend of, uh, of the show. And uh, she's won five or ten lifetime starts in, in her career. Uh, today's race, uh, she is uh, uh, in a grade three, and normally she's been running in, in grade two races. So this is kind of a little bit of a... Uh, a downgrading class, so to speak. Okay. Uh, but uh, uh, she's she's in a little easier. She's been working very well. Uh, two or three, five furlong works uh, since her she I, hasn't raced since September. But she looks like the mile and sixteenth distance today should just be right up her alley. And that's uh, race eight, Santa Anita, number two, hard not to love. Bottom line, make sure your HPI account and Dark Horse apps are all ready for some heavy betting action. As always, thank you for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. As always, a reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24-7 magazine, email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. Don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign. Don't horse around with lymphoma. For more information or to go, you can go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash ponies. Stick around with 105.9 The Region all weekend long. I'll be back Monday morning. And remember the legend with the feed up next. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your betting. Enjoy your horse racing. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.